Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I wish I was an American so I could be at the airport greeting the Bills on their way home. Baker's more than a game manager and watch out for Tampa Bay. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Episode 90. That is 90 hours of Huck Daddy. Jeffrey Hewlett with a G. And Weird Michael with the Santa suit and a little bit of B.O.G., Coach, Palmy and Dewey. And everyone else has ever joined us on this wonderful show. Might be calling up Cameo and getting Brett Favre on it to swear with his own last name. Let's Favre and go, Brett. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is our Christmas episode. Wherever you're celebrating all over the world, we hope you're safe and you know, just having a good Christmas, making the best of it like we all are, and we'll be through this soon. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, hola, vonnegum, guten tag, and marhaban. Hello, that's Arabic, and wherever you're celebrating your holidays, we're with you, and so is NFL bowl season. Yeah, we got Friday football this week, and it doesn't even feel weird. Anyway, really fired up as we head towards the playoff season. Uh, We're going to talk about our futures picks, which are coming to fruition. Our Super Bowl picks, which are also coming to fruition. Uh, We're going to talk about the Bills because, well, good God, are you alive right now? I, I would have worn a mask and gone right to that airport, too, because nobody does NFL fandom like the beauties in Buffalo. Just like they, I love how they they have these traditions that they did back in their four Super Bowl run that they just love so much. Uh, Jim Kelly and their backup quarterback, Frank Reich, used to eat a chicken sandwich or something, or chicken wings at the same table at the same bar in Buffalo before every game. And they actually brought that table and chairs. This is 25 years ago or 30 years ago. They actually brought that table and chairs to California uh, so that they could have that meal before the Rose Bowl. Now, if you are any sort of NFL history buff, it didn't exactly work out, but the enthusiasm was there. And as multiple Bills players put on Twitter and any good sports fan can just see, there is no better place to be an NFL player if you care about the fans you're playing in front of than Buffalo. And we here at Look Who's Talking are proud to be a part of that. We love it. We've had season tickets. And as as Weird Michael said, who is wearing a Santa suit uh, directly across from me in the Centennial Studios. Uh, how Buffalo is it that in the one year they could host two playoff games, possibly three, uh, nobody can go. <laughs> Saw it coming uh, on Canadian Turkey Day. Yes, you did. That, that feeling started <laughs> brewing and then started cementing on American Turkey Day. Yep. And with that Steelers loss last night is now uh, boiling over. Yes. And uh, God bless Bill's Mafia, like, holy shit, like, who (laughs) are these people? Like, I am so proud just to be on the fringe of this fandom. Yeah, like, well, not the fringe, but the Toronto side of it, you know? Everybody's (laughs) smiling, you know, with this win. So, anyway, huge Steelers loss, like we said. Yeah. Now the Bills are really dialed in for these final two weeks, and I think that's clutch because uh, if they had these two games in limbo... You want to stay sharp. You want to stay healthy. Your foot's not on the gas. Now it's fifth gear to the end. Yes. All the way through, stomp your division opponents on the way out of this uh, coronation of 25 years now. Yep. And I think it's, it's just all good. All the breaks went their way down the stretch, including a record five primetime games. The only guy I know that's real bent about all this is Royal missing out on eight home games, <laughs> two preseason games, and possibly the AFC title game. Prime so. time on every network. Be safe in twice. the JA, bro. Yeah. Uh, I love this team. I love everything about them. It's, it's, it's hard not to love everything about them. Their coach, the, the guy's crying like for his team. He makes good decisions. He seems like a great guy to play for. They're such a young, good team. They don't even know how to tur- turn off the gas yet. It's like a young F1 driver who doesn't know that he should sort of slow down a little bit to like not crash the car. He's like, dude, I'm full on going for first or nothing. You know, we have literally the um, who's the Talladega Knights? Will Ferrell. What am I thinking of? Ricky Huck? Bobby. Ricky. We have the Ricky Bobby of the NFL right now. You know, it's the Wyoming farm tank. Be like, how many times do we have to score? You know, <laughs> uh, and, you know if you ain't first, you're last. That's the Buffalo Bills right now. And I love them. 
And uh, you should too. And a little hint: I'm picking them in your picks this week. Oh, it's early! About, it's about farming early time. Teaser. Missed the boat last week, and with my current record, what am I doing not picking the Bills? <laughs> so I'll be taking honors. Yes, you will. Uh, in about 20 minutes or so. Yep. Uh, very excited. Yes, yeah, not for be. your one in five. No. But very excited for the Bills. Yeah. And 90. 90 has always been a big number for me. I'm so excited for this show and the Christmas. It's not just the Santa suit, even though I've started to sweat in the Santa suit here, folks, because the sun is piercing through the office doors at Centennial. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Huckster. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, uh, 90. You like that? <laughs> Huck Daddy. You like that? By the way, uh, in the words of Kirk Cousin, he does like that. Uh, all 90 episodes of Look Who's Talking on whatever platform you listen to have been brought to you by Huck Media since day one for all your media needs, all of your stats, which are sometimes, you know, not quite accurate. Brought to you by Leslie, who should probably be in the room with us. I don't know how much when we're doing this. Um, but yeah, a uh, couple of things. The, um, the, the Jets fans have every right to be upset uh, as they possibly are just counting championships they're not going to win. But it's totally understandable for the Jets team to not want to lose for various obvious reasons. So if anyone in your friend group ever claims anything is rigged, just tell them to shut up, slap them in the face. I'm very disappointed in myself because I've been preaching this Jet win for about six weeks now. Yeah. And this was the only one I really didn't think that was going to happen. Every other week, there, there was a glimmer. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take these points. And God damn it. I boxed them. I always do. Because I, I, I've been boxing the Jets just because no one else will. I didn't. I lost anyway on Minnesota. My gold pick lost to Chicago. I didn't box that game. And I definitely wouldn't have boxed Cincy Pittsburgh, even though normal Jeff would have. I, I did not see Pittsburgh losing this game. Normal Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Like, is in normal Jeff? Let I, that sink in. Look who's talking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Who's the abnormal Jeff? Abnormal Jeff didn't box the 14 and a half point home dog on Monday Night Football. That was abnormal of me. However, it was a backup quarterback against one of the number one defenses in the league still. And that I, I, the Jeff calculator was like, this isn't worth a box. So, would have lost on that one anyway. Maybe you need that weird. Two wrong, time. though. Only two wrong. Uh, otherwise, good ticket. NFL Bowl season. Yes. You did not bury the lead. You came at it hard. The Bills. And the NFL Bowl season. It's amazing. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. Christmas night, folks. Yeah. At the Superdome with the Pope whistleblowers. Three games uh, on Saturday. One of them is with Arizona. And I'm not sure if you've noticed, but every game in Glendale, Arizona, is like the Fiesta Bowl. Okay? That was the Fiesta Bowl <laughs> with Jalen Hurts. And Kyler Murray, there was botch snaps, fake punts, guys slipping. There was a couple of targeting calls. Yep. Some horrible coaching. Uh, you know, a sparse crowd. You know, I've been to the Fiesta Bowl uh, Hall of Fame in Glendale. They have a little pop-up shop. Yeah. And I've never been less happy to mention two things in the same sentence. So NFL Bowl season is here. Games every day. Moving forward, so excited. I love when you start takes with, I'm not sure if you've noticed, because for most people, that's going to be like something really obvious. Like, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but like this team hasn't scored a point in the third quarter. And I can actually look it up and be like, well, they haven't. When you say, I'm not sure if you've noticed, <laughs> it could be fucking anything. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but every game in Arizona is like the Fiesta Bowl. Well, I actually have not noticed that, Mike. Notice but it. that's a good take. Uh, one thing I like about you, too, is you love round numbers so much. You're so excited. Episode 90. <laughs> You're already plotting episode 100 on the date which, with which we're going to do this. Mike's the only guy where if they're like, hey, oranges are on sale today, you can get 11 for 20 bucks. He's like, yeah, that's great. Give me 10 for 20. <laughs> All right. Let's not be weird about it. <laughs> Been kicked out of several farmer's markets right. with some horrible bartering. Yeah. Reverse bartering for even numbers. But uh, his picks are doing very well this season, uh, especially the sprinkle. So the one that he sort of likes usually wins. The one that he really likes sort of wins. But uh, yeah, the one I really like is the one you should absolutely love. And the one that I love is the one you should really like. <laughs> yeah, I was always the double reverse fan, right? You, you flip it, you add it, you divide it, you get what you want. Math with Mike. I love it. Uh, um, anyway, just we're going to sum up uh, this last week pretty quickly and move on because we got some really great games coming up this week. Uh, but yeah, one thing. So the, 
<laughs> the Jaguars now have uh, Trevor Lawrence in their sights with two losses to go. Uh, pre- look at their schedule. Looks like they're going to lose these games. So the Jets probably lost that. Also, the same week that the Jets lose the game, and you're thinking, okay, they still have Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, he didn't look that good against Northwestern. No, he didn't. He's a good player. He's a good athlete, but he's not the quarterback prospect Lawrence was. He's Dwayne Haskins 2.0. And about, I'd say, 25 pounds lighter at least. Hey, same, same, but different. It's not the same, same, but different, okay? If you gave me an extra hey, 25 hey, hey, pounds you, you, right now, it would be a struggle to get to the car. You like to make all these prophecies for You watch. Sure. Year and a half, Justin Fields. In a fucking strip club in Baltimore, Maryland. All right? You're an Ohio State guy. I can't believe you're yeah, saying this. I, I think he's better than Dwayne Haskins. I like the whole... Have you seen him run, too? I like the, the whole corruption of the program. Not so much any one player. I've never been like an Eddie George or a Fields guy. It's just, you know, the, the, the collective bucket. You know what's funny is that I would rather have Justin Fields over Dak Prescott. I'm not sure if I'd rather have Justin Fields over Sam Darnold with, a good, with good protection. I don't know. Good but, for Sammy, boy. He got the win. I like that. Yep. Yep. Good for Sammy in L.A. He's from L.A. Love the hometown. Maybe story. should have seen that coming a little bit more. I had the 17 and a half points, but if you had Jets money line for any actual amount of money, <laughs> you don't like money. <laughs> um, one quick thing. Did you see uh, our boy, one of our listeners, McElhaney, and I believe Dewey, won their props tickets on Saturday night, Bills Denver, uh, on the, the Singletary end of the game, big touchdown run. Couple hundred bucks each, good for those boys. Prop Daddy in Milton. Um, But one guy uh, won $490,000 on a $1,000. You can do this on FanDuel, folks. uh, $1,000, you can pick props from multiple games, and they're usually more based on touchdown scores. So this one guy had uh, touchdown scores from like the multiple Saturday games and a couple of the Saturday college games. Basically, a $1,000 bet with eight or nine touchdowns won half a million dollars on Devin Singletary's touchdown. Now, I was celebrating as a Bills fan. I'm sure the boys were celebrating with their couple hundred dollar props win. Yes. If you have, all you need is Devin Singletary to score a touchdown and there's like a minute left in the game and it looks like sparse, nothing, and then you win a half a million dollars on on a couple of Bronco broken tackles... Holy shit. I would need no uh, new underwear. So just to let you know, folks, in the prop world, the double check marks are flying. Yeah. That was long rush and single tear. Yes, it was. That double check mark victories are flying at the end of the season. It's it's outline season. Mm-hmm. Told you. Uh, yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, it's a game that was flexed. They, they moved up and played the Giants. Uh, Giants didn't really put up much competition. They were... Running the ball and the clock like they were winning by 13. They were losing by 13 and just wanted to get the game over. Very weird. Colt McCoy's Giants, I would stay away from them forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mucho, mucho away. But also, stay away. our boy The Herd is wrong about Baker. He, he has been for a while. He's not a game manager. The guy can throw 70 yards if he's got protection. He's very accurate. The way he holds the ball something they were talking about. It's not just his pigeon toes, but the way he actually holds the ball, he's got big hands for a small guy and he can zing it, man in tight windows. If you give him some time, I like Baker. I believe in Baker and yeah, that's it. So yeah, I've, uh, I've moved off the Baker as a batty. Right? Yeah, you, you should. heard that in a few, in a while. Yeah. Uh, because he's winning games and I like that. It, w- it was the hip toss. He throws with the hip and he, the hip and the hand. And also, I, I, know, I, I know we talk about good losses a lot, but that loss to Baltimore, it, we talked about this last week, it secured his spot as the quarterback of the, Bronc- of the Browns. Yeah. I mean, that was a shootout. And again, their power play, we talked about this last week, if your power play goes six for eight and you lose eight six, yep, at offensive practice next week, you guys are feeling pretty good. And that offense looks, looks great. You just teed me up perfect for a couple quick hitters before we get into some picks. Giddy up. Um, is the Dallas OC trying to get fired? Did you watch the Niners game? They're up protecting a lead, running double reverse flea flickers on the reg. Not one. One a drive. It's like he wanted out. It's like they're trying to push McCarthy. It's weird what's going on because this is not Dalton's strength mm-hmm. sweeping to the left. Right bizarre stuff going on in Dallas. Really stay away from them because they're only a game without... I, I don't know what's going on with Dallas. And the OC, remember the defense playing hard. 
They got some missing linemen. And uh, you said it with, with the Giants, up 13. Maybe they wouldn't, down 13 running the ball. Maybe they wouldn't be down 13 if they kicked the freaking field goal. Yeah, what are they doing? You got a backup QB as a seven-point dog, and you march the field and go for it on fourth down? Not even to goal? Yeah. Brutal. Some of the worst. It happened in the in the Fiesta Bowl with with Arizona and Philly. Yeah. Horrible, horrible coaching, guys. I'm, I'm scared. I, I see the, the analytics uh, taking a turn, man. I know you like it, but I'm scared. I see this a lot. It's weird. Like, maybe, you know, it was like one or two games a week where there's someone trying to mimic there's this Parcells game that kind of gets mimicked over the years. So the Bill Parcells with the coach of the New York Giants facing the best offense in football, the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, the Bills' first Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what the line was, but the Bills were favored by over a touchdown, I believe, because the, the Giants were playing their backup quarterback, and they basically had Lawrence Taylor in a defense. And Bill Parcells was, said, I'm going to shrink the game. They want to play this K-Gun offense, which is the equivalent of a – fast-paced, almost Chip Kelly-like small shotgun offense where you run a lot of plays, you don't let the defense rest, blah, blah, blah. Well, Bill Parcells is like, sweet, I'm going to run 10-minute drives, and good luck. You're not going to have as many drives to score. And a lot of times throughout the years, the lesser offensive, the lesser, lesser offensive talented team runs this type of Parcells playbook. That's great, unless you're losing by 14 already. <laughs> In the second quarter, the Giants did a 10-minute drive, went for it on fourth down, and got no points. And now they're still down 13, and they got three less drives for the game. So you might need some time on the clock, folks. I don't understand why a lot of teams seem to want to end the game when they're not nearly sure they're going to win it. Very weird stuff. Very weird stuff, and, and, and it's bordering anger Yes, for me. Okay, so remember that... Uh, Football is a lot like a stock market, so you don't want to buy high, you don't want to sell low, you know, you want to buy low, sell high. The whole world's low on the Steelers right now, for good reason. Very good reason. They don't look good. No, they don't. They haven't had a bye week. That's exactly what they look like, a team with no bye week. Also, for some reason, Ben's not throwing the ball downfield. They got some of the best receiving core in the, in the league, and he doesn't really throw the ball downfield didn't seem to matter for the first 11 games but it sure is now however as a guy who knows pittsburgh as a guy who knows tomlin usually picked them pretty well over the last decade don't sleep on the steelers and i'm not saying pick them the rest of the year but whatever game they they need to get up for next actually like actually not like playoff position but then the next game they need to win or they go home i don't want to play them and that's just Mike Tomlin's emotional Steelers teams. I've seen them get up for games and win that they're not supposed to. And uh, I see that coming week one of the playoffs. I don't want to play them. Pa Coach Palmy's like was saying, like, you know, would you want to play the Steelers right now? I think I would. I wouldn't. Not week one. of the. So as a, Bill, as a Bill's homer podcast sometimes, who do we want to play, Mike? Uh, I want to play the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. First round. Because a big fan of the baby step theory. Bills took a baby step last year. Made the playoffs. Lost in heart. Cleveland hasn't yet. Cleveland will. And I think they did clinch with the win. Or just about anyway. They're in the playoffs. Let's count them in. Yeah, ten wins. They're in. So they're going to get in. And I want them to take the lines. All about the baby steps. We'll talk about Tennessee later. They're on the verge of their baby step. Yep. Playoffs. Weird Mike. Baby steps. Fair. I, uh, I would love to play the Dolphins. I think you, you want to talk about baby steps. This, like, this team, you know, they're benching Fitzy. Like, playoffs were kind of a bonus this, this year. I mean, it's a well-coached team. It's a great defense, good secondary. They're not in yet, though. They're not in yet, but if they do make it, that's the team I want to play. Okay. Uh, and with no disrespect to the Dolphins, I just think Tennessee is, could beat anybody on, on a good day. And I think the Steelers will emotionally get up for that whatever game they have next. And if it's the Bills again, you know, kind of separated by a month, I don't love that. But I mean, I would take the Bills with a gun to my head, but I'd be scared. Um, okay. I'm in my fantasy finals, which is random. I don't really talk about fantasy on the show. How did you get into your fantasy finals? I am the fantasy nightmare, folks, okay? <laughs> I auto-picked because I was partying during the draft on Labor Day weekend with Huck. I even looked at him. I'm like, oh, fuck. 
I'm auto picking. Are you still alive, Huck? Not alive. I lost my semifinal matchup by four points. So Huck, who's way more into fantasies out, and Hugh, who ignores it forty eight percent of the time. This this year because it was more money, like it was I thought it was like a ten to twenty dollar league and it ended up being a fifty. I'm like, okay, I'll pay attention. All right. I did miss two weeks of roster setting. Uh and anyway, squeak by. It was a big league. I made the playoffs in seventh place, and I'm the nightmare because I'm pretty good at roster managing. I also picked up Baker Mayfield midseason uh, just because he started. He just started to look pretty good, and he's won me my past two weeks. I beat the number two team. I beat the number one team in the semis last night with Deontay Johnson. He had Eric Ebron, who ended up either not playing or not having a target. I don't know. Uh Anyway, so I'm on to the finals. I got to start Baker, Goff, or Ryan, and I'm really hoping Julio Jones comes back. Let's go. That's your fantasy minute. <laughs> Best of luck to all the fantasy finalists. It's championship weekend. The, look who's it's talking. The first universe. time I've been in it in like six, seven years. So this is new for me too. My cousin Henner in Spain listens, and he's in his fantasy fantasy final. Yeah, and uh, he'll be sending me his uh, suggestions. So uh, mucho gracias, Henner. Giddy up. Uh, yeah. Okay, I want to get into my truth of the week. It's about the Super Bowl, and after this, Mike, I want your Super Bowl prediction. We've been waiting for 14 weeks. I want it. Truth of the week! Hey, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Okay, truth of the week, folks. When you make your Super Bowl futures, we talked about how it's a stock market. It is a marathon, not a sprint. So you cannot, you don't want to fade as your team might lose a couple games. They're going to, okay? Besides the Dolphins from 40 years ago or the Patriots from 13 years ago, teams lose games during the regular season. And the point is you want to find, you want to pick your Super Bowl futures based on their lowest point in the season. You don't want to pick the Bills right now to win the Super Bowl. It would be great if they you know, possibly lose a game. You know, I don't want them to lose a game, but that's when you would pick the Bills. Uh, our boy Brent Seskon got it at the right time about three weeks ago, and he's got two Gs. The Bills win it. Nice. Uh, I, I've redoubled down just three days ago on Tampa Bay. <laughs> Loved it. It was right before their game. I'm looking at the NFC. I got Drew Brees with broken ribs. I got the Packers who, after a couple of good drives against the Panthers, looked pretty pedestrian. Besides Devontae to Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing elite on that team besides that. That's a good connection, but it's hard to win the Super Bowl with one connection. Seattle just looks vulnerable. They look like a good team, not a great team. Capable of beating anybody on a good day, but capable of losing to anybody also on a good day. And, uh, and then I got the Rams just lost to the Jets. In my mind, besides the fact that Tampa Bay's on the road, they're the best team in the NFC because they'll be on the road probably. Going in these playoffs. He's still preaching that, eh? Yeah. And it's the time to preach it because you can still get them at over plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's in Tampa. And this is not a seven-game series they need to win where they need to prove they're the better team. They're capable of explosiveness, and we're starting to see a little bit more of it. The fact that they came back against the Falcons, is there ever has there been one thing this season that has shown you more about a team's capability to win the Super Bowl of a team that you were kind of not worried about. Sure, the Bills have definitely emerged as an actual Super Bowl favorite. That's great. If you got them five weeks ago on Futures, sweet. What I'm saying is you can still get Tampa Bay for great odds right now. And it is a marathon, not a sprint. Throughout this marathon, Tampa Bay's had some hurdles, for sure. But a lot of Super Bowl teams do, okay? the Joe Flacco's Ravens stumbled into the playoffs. With They won their last few games, then they went red hot and got a little lucky, just like you got to do, with a bomb to Jacoby Jones over Peyton Manning's powerhouse Broncos. So what I'm saying is, before the rest of the world and Vegas catches up on Tampa's actual chances to win this Super Bowl, take them right now. Because they're going to get, I'm telling you, they're going to get to that semifinal. I think it'll be against the Packers. And we saw what they did to the Packers two months ago. Are you scared? That'll be an even bet. It'll be in Green Bay, and it'll be Packers minus 120. <laughs> but if you have it right now, you could smash on the Packers. And otherwise, you would have like 500 bucks 
uh, on Tampa Bay because you see them get to the Super Bowl and then you can bet on the Chiefs or Bills. And yeah, I just said Chiefs or Bills because that's who I think will be in the AFC Championship game. I have moved the Bills above the Steelers because I watch football. So my Super Bowl prediction from pre-week one, I have Kansas City beating Tampa Bay in Tampa. The Warrior beats Hogan. WrestleMania six. I have. It's still on. It's still on. That's the Super Bowl. Card not subject to change. No, I'm cheering for the Bills, but I, I still think it's Kansas City's uh, to lose. And Vegas agrees with me. But Vegas is slow on Tampa, and I'm saying jump on it right now. They're still over plus a thousand to win it, and that's your truth of the week. Marathon, not a sprint. First of all, hold on during the stumbles. I didn't change my Super Bowl bet. Because I knew they were going to lose some games. NFC's tough. So you just put your seatbelt on. You put your seatbelt on, baby. And also, right now, before they destroy the Lions, do it. Mike? Um, solid truth. I like how you're sticking to your guns. I've always admired people that, you know, through the turbulence, stick yeah. with it. Sports like better. You can't just watch your team have a horrible game. Be like, well, they're obviously not good. Like, if you like the Rams, you still got to like them. Uh, and what also I took from that is uh, our good buddy, the Rent Boss, loves his double B future bets. Yeah, he does. Buffalo Bills and cash the Butler Bulldogs. The Butler the Bulldogs, man. <laughs> that Mark Farver yeah. loves his double B futures. Shout out to the Rent Boss. Um, so you want my Super Bowl? Yes, That's please. What you were- I, I was listening to old episodes, and you've, you've deflected. Uh, I, I believe I was outright defiant in a couple of them. <laughs> yes. Actually. Um, you know, the NFL, in a weird twist of fate, you know, these conspiracies, the fix. I'm very curious, by the way, where this is going. Normally, I know where your picks are going. You know? Like, it's usually Baltimore throwing somebody else. <laughs> I, uh, where I'm going with this is that Quite often, the Super Bowl is a rematch of an epic regular season game. And this week, Tennessee plays Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Wow. And just like when the Giants lost to the Patriots, Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, week 16 was this epic game at the Meadowlands, one of Eli's finest. Uh, I think it happened with Pittsburgh, Arizona. Kurt Warner learned a bit about the defense early on. Anyway, the Super Bowl rematch often happens, and it often happens late. So my Super Bowl is the baby step Tennessee Titans who lost in the title game last year. Got a taste of that high life. And, of course, Green Bay with the you know only two, three years left in Aaron Rodgers' uh, run. <clears throat> so... Titans, Packers, Weird Mike Super Bowl amended um, from the defiance of uh, seasons earlier. Two things, Mike. One, I, I don't hate that. That's a good take. I like that. Also, I, I think Tennessee is, is capable of beating anybody on a, on a good day. They're an emotional team like the Steelers, but they're even more physical right now. Yes. And they got Derrick Henry, who can take over games unless you have massive linebackers to stop them. Number two, though. Who's winning that game? Oh, you want to... I would like to know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, yes. Uh, no, one step at a time, Jeff. No, 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 no. I no. want to see it. Out. Let, me, let me see Sunday's game. Let's see how it plays out. All right. I have an idea. Look who's talkers. You hear me trying, but it's fine. You know what? That's a good... Since they are playing, it's good to, to watch first. Hey, don't worry. I leaned on that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> during this whole process. All right. Well, since, uh, since you have honors and we want to get to our picks, I believe that led into one of yours. Uh... Smash and sprinkle time? It is smash and sprinkle time. Right, it cue is the, the donuts, baby. It is the weird pick, folks. And like you said, sprinkle. Six and O. Oh, straight fire crotch. Okay? Not crotch Mike. Fire crotch. Yes. Uh, but a- the smash. AKA what Dewey calls his groin when he's had a couple of tequilas. <laughs> the smash is semi back on track with a push. 1-0-1 oh, last week. Ravens rolled. Did you know they missed the alt line, though? The spread was 13. Yep. Double it to 26. Yeah. It pushed. Oh. It was a weekend of near misses. Not losses, but misses. Yeah, good pick with the Ravens. Ravens rolled, um, and the Colts pushed with another goal line miracle fumble. Which cost me again. That's yeah. two Houston fumbles, which directly cost me a ticket and directly won you yours. Yes. <laughs> or pushed. So 1-0-1 last week, 13-9-1 on the year. Sprinkle 6-0 last six. Follow me at Weird Mike. 
story time and mad stories. I just said it. Super Bowl rematch. Sprinkle heavy on the MVP campaign of Derrick Henry. Titans plus three and a half on Sunday night football. That's a nice hook. At Lambeau Field. Cheeseheads about to get punched in the mouth, bro. Packers only been doing enough. Not what they need. All right. Tennessee, you know what they did last week? They got that big play mojo back. Couple of big tutties. They got the mindset to keep up with the Packers. And they got the size to win. And uh, here's what might derail Tennessee off that. They're all in on this division. Tennessee and India are just trading blows down the stretch. So that might hurt them a little bit. Um, taking the hook. Tennessee three and a half. Bigger, stronger, and playing for more with the Packers now. Uh, just about cinched up. So that is the heavy sprinkle, which is 6-0. and oh. And of course, I'm going to get the Bears on the smash. A rare 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 horrible team <laughs> big number Mike take here yeah bears minus seven and a half at the lowly jacksonville jaguars tank for trevor is a short campaign but it will be brilliant yeah yeah, yeah. this is this is a pop gun you know city councilor race that jacksonville just got thrown into and they're sinking a lot of money to win it you, you might see you might see realistically like a like a fourth and eight or a fourth and ten and Gardner Minshew hands off to Robinson for two yards. Minshew just snaps his helmet, looks at the sideline, and the sideline just looks at the play sheet like nailed that. That was what we wanted to do. Well, there. He's handing off his future job. Yeah, right? exactly, That's what, like, exactly. Handing the loaf of bread. Uh, beyond that, Mitch the bitch. The Bears are rolling. Yeah. 30 plus in every game. And here comes a defense who can't stop anybody. Now they're being ordered not to stop anybody. Possibly. <laughs> Bears are still in the lo- in the playoff race. Yep. Beat the beat them Vikings. The Viking funeral we had 10 weeks ago should have had this week, but hey, we were still on. Um Chicago's still alive. Jacksonville is deader than dead. And don't be surprised if uh, the Bears Nation rolls into North Florida for a little sun in this pandemic-ridden world. Bears minus seven and a half is the smash. Titans in a Super Bowl preview plus three and a half on Sunday night at the Packers. At Weird Mike on Insta, Weird Pike and the Sprinkle. I uh, I really like the sprinkle. I really like the sprinkle. I like Tennessee. That hook, by the way, whenever, whenever we refer to the hook, that's the point five on the end of a key number, like seven and a half or three and a half, and it just looks like a fishing hook <laughs> if you looked at it like a picture. T- two things. One, um, Shere Khan, the owner. Shod. Yeah, oh, sorry. That's the Jungle Book character, Shere Khan. That's the tiger. Shod Khan. <laughs> Shod Khan. That guy's the type of guy who would walk into the, the meeting room Saturday night and be like, just cut everybody. Like, play the practice squad players. Trevor Lawrence is from South Georgia. How about that? By the way. So, besides the Falcons, there's actually not a closer team that he could play for than the Jaguars. So, don't think he's, I don't think he's upset about this whole scenario. Um, see, that kind of bothers me. Like, are we that nearsighted that one year, how are we comparing Jacksonville to New York as if it's this better scenario? Well, he's going to be London's guy, you know, like Jacksonville, London, like when the pandemic's over. Yeah. Does he want that? Does, I don't is, know. Is he a London boy? Would you want to be a Jet if you could choose? I'd be a Jet over a Jag. Yeah, probably. Now, tomorrow, next week. Plus, the, with all their draft picks, they got Makai Becton. Like, they're not going to be that bad. Just so you know, when they had the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, they didn't have enough hotels. They had to bring in cruise ships to dock to accommodate the media and the extra flow of people, okay? New York is better than Jacksonville. <laughs> yes, now, sure. today, tomorrow, Jeff, your picks. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J-E-T-S. Cry, cry, cry. And then how, you cry again. Yeah. How weird would it be? How weird, though, just the way that, the, the, that careers are in the NFL. There's nowhere else besides sports where you're just sitting at home watching one team win a game and like celebrate 
and you know that like their fan base is like the worst loss in Jets history, but for their team, like they don't want to go zero and sixteen. And you're just Trevor Lawrence. Like, I just try to put myself in Trevor Lawrence's shoes right there. Like, how weird is this? Imagine you were applying for a job and you're watching teams try to to po- possibly lose or win to get you. Like, it's just an interesting dynamic. I don't really know what to say about it. I just think cool. I think all this saved Belichick the embarrassment or tough spot of throwing the final game not to play Trevor Lawrence and the Jets for the next 10 years. Very, very interesting things. I think that I think it saved him a really tough and like, you know, now you're officially the ogre and this guy living under the bridge <laughs> yeah. in the NFL if you're throwing this. Anyway. Yep. Situation avoided. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Jacksonville is like the Hamilton of, of Florida. And I know because I'm there right now. <laughs> uh, all right. The hammer. Okay. Uh, we went one and five last week. A uh, couple of bad picks and a couple of bad lucks, but uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. We had the Tampa Bay. They were up four. If they don't get the first down there, they kick the field goal. They cover the spread. They got the first down by what seemed like minus one centimeter. And the Chiefs were up 14 over the Saints. I had the bad line early in the week at three and a half. It ended up being two and a half or three, and I lost by a half point because the Saints came back. But don't be disguised by the Saints comeback. Uh, they are not a good offensive team right now. And I think that's going to be a problem for them. And you're going to hear about that a lot more in 10 seconds. In my U-Picks! <laughs> you! Okay, Friday Night Football, which sounds like a dream that I had last year that came true. It's real. It's football bowl season. And you can call this the Pope Whistleblower Bowl or the Kyle Rudolph Bowl. Because last year, he pushed off in the end zone and got away with it for another Saints screw job. Well, I don't think the Saints are plus seven or minus seven points better than most uh, anyone in the top half of the league right now. Drew Brees has a bunch of broken ribs. Not just one, but a bunch. He's also old. (laughs) Uh, And a punctured lung. He doesn't really look like Drew Brees right now. So if they think that he's a better option than Taysom Hill, that just goes to show you what they think of Taysom Hill. So I don't like them covering seven points against Minnesota. My pick is Minnesota plus seven. Fighting for their playoff lives. I know they were disappointing last week against the Bears, but it's still a close game. And uh, I think they're going to keep this one close against the Saints and probably win by a field goal. I like I like Kirk Cousins right now better than I like Drew Brees with his broken ribs. I think, I think the Minnesota defense isn't quite as good as the Saints defense, so call it like it is. Minnesota wins by a last-second field goal to keep their playoff hopes alive. Okay, and I'm taking the Steelers plus one and a half at home versus the Colts. Again, buy low, sell high. This is the absolute lowest that you will find the Steelers all season. Plus one and a half dog at home in a game that they're definitely going to try to win. I know they came out a little slow against the Bengals. It's an understatement. Didn't look good against the Bills. Probably an understatement. But getting a point and a half against a team that I think is inferior than the uh, Steelers, even though the Colts are playing good, I'll take it. This is the buy low, sell high. This is my stock pick. Uh, And I think the Steelers, I know them. They're an emotional team. This is at home. Uh, You you get your ass kicked on national television against the Bengals. That's a shitty week of practice with Mike Tomlin. So I think the Steelers come out hot. And some uh, some of that grogginess they've been showing the last few weeks is over just because of some really hardcore practices with Tomlin, and they get back on track with a win at home against the Colts. Another home dog by one and a half, who's been playing some good football the last few weeks and taking the Dallas Cowboys. Plus one and a half against Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep, look, the Eagles have been running a, a pretty good sort of college-style offense with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he can run the ball. I think that's his best weapon so far. Uh, you know, he's throwing with some confidence, but... Take away the Dallas Cowboys injury at quarterback. And their their team's actually been playing some great football. And they got pretty much everybody back. Tony Pollard's actually an improvement right now over Zeke. He's lighter. He's got quicker feet. He's not getting tackled as easily. And he seems to be better catching it out of the backfield. So I'll take Tony Pollard as an actual improvement over Zeke right now. And Andy Dalton's uh, rapport with CeeDee Lamb and some of his receivers, everyone except Amari Cooper, seems to be on the up and up. I like they're at home. Jalen Hurts is playing his third NFL game. Andy Dalton's playing his 300th. Um, 
And I just think the Cowboys offense, I don't think their offensive coordinator is trying to get himself fired. I think you could just go in and kick Mike McCarthy in the balls if you want to get fired. Uh, playing bad offensive football. It, it, you're laying tape. It doesn't really do well for your coaching prospects. I like the Dallas Cowboys to win their third game in a row. Uh, Philadelphia is still trying to figure out who they are. They got some injuries on defense. I don't like their O-line right now. And uh, yeah, I'll take the Cowboys to beat Jalen Hurts in his third game. Take it easy, Jalen. It's the NFL. It's not the Big 12. It's going to take a little while. Also, if you watch enough Jalen Hurts football, he has a ceiling. It's he's, And I think Philadelphia, this is a long-time prediction, will regret letting go of Carson Wentz, which they were, are going to do. And by about this time next year, they'll be like, is Jalen Hurts our guy? And I think that's be a question we're having on this show right now. And let me tell you something. No, I don't think he is. You always slip in Carson wants the show. Hey, I'm, I'm with you, Carson. Just get your head right, bro. That was a big concussion. Note to self, folks, don't get run over by Jadavian Clowney ever in life. It'll probably cost you a year of your career. Okay, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills minus seven on Monday night football. Uh, for the Bills' 17th primetime game in the last month. <laughs> uh, look, it's the first time in, that I can remember that it's, it's actually been done in New England. Done. When do we clean out our lockers? Three weeks from now? Okay, sweet. I'm going to get a nice bag. That's what they're planning. They, none of them play golf because they, they, they're they the New England Patriots. They just play the Super Bowl, they heal their injuries, and they go back to work. Okay? Um... It's the first time that that feeling's ever been had in that stadium. Is Bill staying? Are they handing this off to Josh? What's happening with this franchise? We definitely need a quarterback, and we, you know what? We probably need everybody else too. Uh, I don't. I can't really name one player on the Patriots that's going to be there two years from now that I can just guarantee will be there. Name one. I can't. So I think New England's this massive free agency pool now. We're talking like a two-year rebuild starting right now. And the Bills are just the hottest, funnest team in the league. They're Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You guys were good for a while. Yeah, great. Sweet. Uh, how you doing? I'm lapping you. I think the Bills are going to lap them. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if Gilmore's playing. Doesn't look like Damian Harris playing. Camp can't throw the ball. Bills win by 14. Okay, I'm taking the Chargers. Minus three versus Denver. Denver's got some practice squad players playing in the secondary. You saw what Josh Allen did to them. Look, Justin Herbert's top 10 quarterback in this league right now. Maybe top 12. But uh, going forward in the future, I can't name 10 guys I'd rather have. The guy's got an accurate arm. He's, I don't know. Whatever happened, this ceiling is very high with this guy. And going up against a de defeated, depleted, and downright dirty uh, Broncos secondary. The minus three is a gift. Bad coach or no bad coach. It won't matter. Drew Locke can't keep up with Justin Herbert on any field right now. So take the Chargers minus three in the Who Cares Bowl. <laughs> but if you got the Chargers, you will. <laughs> and my last pick, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks minus two and a half at home versus the LA Rams. Yes, I know you're thinking, oh, Jeff, this is a trap game. No, it's not because it's a division game. Okay? Division games are hard to be trapped because Vegas knows these teams match up all too well regardless of whether uh, the, the Jets beat the Rams last week this spread was going to be about three for the Seahawks maybe two so regardless of the Jets game you can almost eliminate that but it just goes to show you that the Rams aren't if you didn't think they were consistent <laughs> that confirmed it and I like the Seahawks as we get towards the end of the season just like they did last year to sort of pick up the steam and not make any mistakes that are going to cost them the game you're going to have to beat the Seahawks. They're not going to beat themselves. So I like Russ. I like two and a half points in a game they must win. Uh, I like them. So they're taking the division lead because of that, and I don't think they're going to give it back. Seattle, minus two and a half. Those are you picks. We were one and five last week. We are 48, 41, and one for the season. Started off really hot. It's been a tough middle, and we're going to try to end super strong here in the Christmas season. Also, we've been giving out some nasty props. A couple of winners. We've gone uh, three for five of our last five prop tickets that we've given away that have won. And we're giving away three picks. So that's that's three picks for a winner. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, 15 of 25. 15 of 25 for props picks. Nice. So you're welcome. Solid clip. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll keep that going. And uh, yeah, that's it. Few picks. Yeah. Rebuttal? Yes. Uh 
Fave seg, the rebuts. <laughs> Very surprised. H- Half word Harry over here. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it's a low pressure shower. You guys think I keep doing something different with my hair? It's just, it's getting to that holiday wig season, you know? Low pressure. Let's go. <laughs> uh, surprise you went with Minnie again. Yeah. You seem to sort of miss them a couple times. Surprise you went with them with the gold. Kind of like the seven. I get why. Surprise you went with it. I just it's, it's this is more based on the Saints the Saints ability to produce offense without Michael Thomas and and Drew Brees' ribs. I I don't see them as being some world you know like I don't think they're going to beat any if they're going to win games it's going to be by less than a touchdown against almost anybody right now. Been saying it all year folks. Hashtag free Jameis. Free Jameis. What are they thinking? I don't know. You don't want that. No, I don't. But uh, I think Jameis comes in and destroys whatever first game he plays. Plus seven's good. Yeah. Uh, Steelers plus one. I had this radical thing. I wasn't thinking of it earlier when we were talking Steelers, but when you started swinging the handicap, is Tomlin, like, they don't have a bye or they didn't have one. Yeah. This guy might shut it down to give this team, like, they got a playoff berth clinched, right? Home field is less than it used to be. Sure. Not saying they want to slide all the way, but I'm worried that... Pitt might not be all in on either of these last two games. So that's where I, I just don't think them. they want to play the Bills in that. Like, they don't want to finish sixth or fifth. Like, Nobody wants to play KC second. Exactly. Like, they, they, they know the path they want. But and they've nothing lost, to do with the Bills or Kansas City. They've lost their own control. Yes. I just think that we're, I'm taking advantage of an early week line right now. Like, this is a heavy, like, you're, you're a 14 and a half point fave. You lose on Monday Night Football. The Tuesday line looks like this. Yo, in, Indy's streaking, though. I bet that this line goes up to Pittsburgh minus one by the end of the week. Uh, I got him at plus one and a half. You said Tony Pollard in Dallas. Uh, improvement. Yeah, because Pollard wants to get paid. Yeah. Zeke is talking about feeding himself. Well, that's all he's been doing I love is run- feeding himself. I love running backs, folks. And if there's any listening to this show, I'm sorry, but stop paying them. (laughs) Stop. uh, So I like the Dallas pick. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, they they got a little something intermediately. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. But uh, I think overall uh, Dallas pulls that out. Uh, Bills fighting for the two seed on Monday night. And I think the party officially ends. Like, it's over in New England. It's over. But it's cemented. And the nail is on Monday night in Buffalo. Monday night story time teaser. Monday night, Buffalo in New England. How bad is Stidham that Cam, who can't yeah. throw the ball anymore, can't throw it, man? I see Stidham. But, like, how bad is he that we haven't seen him already? Like, is he in practice just throwing it into the ground, too? Like, is this the worst quarterback practice in NFL history? What's happening? How angry are they got rid of Brian Hoyer? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, how, how about getting rid of Tom Brady? Maybe you should have fucking kept him. Chargers and Broncos, all five and nine teams are not created equally. No. Uh, we know Lynn is on his way out. It's kind of accepted. And now I think they're kind of having fun with it. It's like this summer love that you just want to enjoy. You know it's going to end on Labor Day. Maybe. It's this three-week, right? When he lost that game, 45 nothing, got his ass outcoached by Billy B. Yeah. Everybody was like, this kid can't go the next 10 years with this guy. Sure. He... he Took a deep breath, had the mini buy. They they won since. Uh, I just feel like they're the worst. And I had I had the Raiders on Thursday. And let me tell you, even if Derek Carr doesn't get hurt, I still think the Chargers would have won. They were they were better. Also, missing Abram, the Raiders missing Abram right now on defense is massive because that safety that they have as a replacement it just keeps getting burned. And, uh, Speaking of the Raiders game, we'll talk. We're just gonna go quickly with Huck just through the games that no, we didn't still- touch on just quickly. You want to start with the Raiders? Yeah, start with the Raiders game. Sure. Uh, Miami. Miami at Vegas. What's the spread? Vegas is plus three. Whoa. Miami's off a franchise building win, and they're spending Christmas night in Vegas. What do you think? Versus a Raiders team that was just scorned and basically kicked out of the playoff. Not officially, but basically. I think Raiders rolled this. The Raiders fired their defensive coordinator. They seem to have not stopped a third down since. I'm staying away, but I would lean Dolphins. Tampa Bay at Detroit plus eight. Didn't make your hue picks, eh? It didn't. It was just a point or two too many. If I could get the Bucks at under a touchdown, I would have taken them 100%. 
Matt Stafford, if he plays, is the guy who will fight for your spread. And I just see getting screwed again by this fucking extra couple points. But I would lean Tampa. There's no way you could take Detroit here. Saturday, 1 p.m. kickoff in an empty Ford field is the exact time the Lions would love to shine. Staying away. I think Tampa wins yeah. an eerily similar game yep. to this Atlanta one. San Francisco at Arizona, minus four. Staying away from the Fiesta Bowl. Sure. Uh, I can't take San Fran. I would lean Arizona, but the extra point scares me. Your boy Mullins gets pulled on the final drive. Yeah. I think Beathard's finally starting. Like, what are they doing? I do think they're going to get one win in this Arizona stretch. Remember, San Fran is playing in Arizona for the last month. They had to move their families on Christmas. They might get one win. I think the Niners are going to have a three-year Super Bowl loss hangover. Yeah, Like this, the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bold call. Cleveland at the Jets plus nine. What, what, now that the Jets... Yeah, we both looked at each other like, why did we take this game? Jets plus nine? I, I was thinking Browns. But, what? what? But well, the Browns just look a lot better. Like, they're, I have them right now as the seventh best team in the league, Cleveland Browns. So you really think the Browns are going to cover that number? No, that's why I didn't take it. But so, it's, it's so Darnold versus Mayfield. The, the, the same draft class. The Jets giving up the one pick. I, they might win out. If they win out and they, they just draft that O-line from or, Oregon. Yeah, they, they don't want either. Darnold wants to stay. Maybe, Nothing, maybe. You always want to stay with the team that drafted you. Okay, moving on. Giants at Ravens. There's no number here. Yeah, because there's not going to be a number. It's going to be a fucking blowout. Okay? <laughs> Alt-line season, bro. Giant. If they start Colt McCoy, it's another six points. Yeah. The Ravens are possessed. Okay, possessed. And here's a betting tip. I know you want to get to all these games. But if the Dolphins lose on Saturday night in Vegas, which I think they will because Xavier Howard's a bodman who's going to have a bod night in Vegas, um, Ravens destroy the Giants. If the Dolphins lose, the Ravens by 40. It's a bet on 365. That's a good, that's a good take. It's a good take. So because of the multiple days, interesting to watch. Uh, yeah, if Colt McCoy starts, bet the farm on the Ravens. If Daniel Jones starts, uh, be careful. Atlanta at Kansas City, minus 10. There's no number. That's why I'm not taking the Ravens spread in my yeah, pick, yeah, guys. Gotcha. Just so you know. Anyway, KC minus 10. Uh, versus Atlanta? Yeah. Ah. Uh, I'll double that. Nah. <laughs> it's, Who knows? I've lost to the Chiefs by a, 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 a couple random fourth quarter comebacks the last few weeks. They were up 14 on Miami. They're up 14 on the Saints. They can't seem to cover the spread. It's like they don't even care about covering the spread. By the way, something to remember, they don't. <laughs> They're just trying to win the game. They don't, but that might influence MVP betters. Huck, we want the Chiefs to stumble, man. We want that Henry. Yes. We want that Henry MVP. If you didn't bet. listen to last week's episode, live on the air during episode 89, Weird Mike and Huck Daddy put 50 bucks on Derrick Henry to win the NFL regular season MVP at plus 5,000. Plays $2,500, and he needs, as I said, a couple of 250 yard games, and it's his. And he might get it if he whoops. If he whoops Rodgers and, 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 and Mahomes stumbles. This is the path. But there's one guy. A.K.A. the Wyoming farm tank that could ruin this, too, this, for you. This guy's coming down the stretch for real. Huck, what do you think about your MVP pick? I don't think they're going to give it to a running back. Adrian Peterson, last guy to win it? I got more bad news for you. So Huck just doesn't think he's going to win. I also <laughs> uh, received $5 free bet credits that I tried to use with the bet. So I made the 50, cashed out. And was only able to put thirty on it with the credits, so we have thirty dollars on it, Huck. <laughs> it's classic weird Mike. Classic weird Mike. I'll post this. Thirty bucks pays fifteen hundred. That's locked in. Yep. I'll post the pick. All right. I'll share it with you. What you, you need to do, what you need to do I need to do a lot of things. <laughs> what you need to do is hedge that by throwing ten beans on Aaron, ten beans on Patrick. I want no. I want all the excitement of this Super Bowl rematch. You can still get the excitement. No. You just get your money back. You just get your money back. It's a free bet. That's what hedging is. That's why I use the bed credits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cincinnati at Houston, minus nine. Uh, the ultimate who gives a shit game. I would lean Houston. I, I would Houston. lean Houston. Yeah, but Houston. I'm not touching this game with even your spoon. Monday night winners, especially highly emotional underdog winners, 
Did you see that Bengals locker room? Yeah. It was lit. Also, they got most of their points based on fumbles with short fields. So they're not exactly world beaters right now on offense. Stay the fuck away from that game. Okay? Take Houston on the pools and move the fuck along. And the last one is Carolina at Washington minus three. I can't believe I'm saying Dwayne Haskins' names three times this show. Guy was at a strip club, no mask, uh, after their loss to Seattle. Way to go, Dwayne. So the future of this franchise is on Alex Smith's bum hammy and screwed together. What about Kyle Allen? Is he still alive? He's not on the injury report. He got a concussion four weeks ago, and that was it. He was looking pretty good. These guys are in the division lead, and nobody wants it. Can't pick a game if I don't know who's starting at quarterback, but I would... Probably lean Washington anyway, uh, but again, find out who's taking, who's throwing the ball for them. Good, good, good cover team. Love it. Uh, was that hit? That hit? It, Huck Daddy. That was a couple stinkers on the way out, though. <laughs> That's the way she goes. All right. Um, one quick thing. Uh, did in a game that I didn't really pick. Monday Night Football made me a bunch of money live betting, and it wasn't the way I've told you to live bet in the past. So as I did the bets last night, I realized, hey, I should bring this up on the show. So what I've preached a lot is, hey, if you think a team's going to win the game and they're a heavy favorite, when they go down by you know a, a possession or two, Vegas usually gives you some pretty decent odds for them to come back and win the game. Not That was not what happened last night. At halftime, Cincinnati was up 17-0 versus the Steelers. And the live line from Vegas, you would think a team's down by 17 points. Like you're going to get plus 400, plus 450 plus 350 even what was the live line at halftime mike plus 190 that's right teams down 17 points and, and you get, not getting the ball not getting the ball plus 190 so i was very angry yes as i jumped on as i think a lot of people did because yeah, they've been listening same thing after my shift i jump on i'm like oh my god they're down 17 live betters dream this is what i talk about steelers are gonna win this game maybe but I checked the odds. I'm like, no, not worth it. So you can't just bet it regardless, okay? Check the odds. Make sure it's worth it because you want to be able to, when the game's tied, bet the other way and make a lot of money. So the, the line wasn't good enough. So what I did instead is I took the Steelers to, to score a, a touchdown on their first drive of the second half. Plus 260. Won that. Smart. Then, then, so now it's 17-7. And the live line on the Bengals to win the game up 10 points, getting the ball back. It was minus 110 to win the game. 110 bucks gets you 100 bucks on the team winning by 10 in the third quarter, getting the ball back, regardless of how good they are. So I smashed on the Bengals to win the game. And there we go. Anyway, just to let you know, sometimes Vegas gets it wrong. And if a team, even if they're shittier, is up by quite a lot in the third quarter, you might want to just think about taking them to win at a, at a great spread. And I did it. And we started off the week pretty good. Okay, uh, we got a beer of the week from our boy Lee Van de Mosdijk with Beer Butt Official. It's the holiday season, and you might be alone. And if you're being smart about it, you probably are. Uh, keep your family safe and just, you know what? Get shit-faced, okay? Never been a better Christmas to drink alone. Totally, totally excusable. True story. So from at Beer Butt Official, the funniest little beer Instagram page that I know about, Coming to the ring from Blood Brothers Brewing in the heart of downtown Toronto, a pale ale weighing in at 4.5% ABV. I don't know what ABV it stands for, but it sounds like Antonio Brown, very something. And that guy's very good. And he's Alcohol he, by volume. Hey, there you go, Huck Daddy. Alcohol by volume. I bet Lee's thinking right now, man, Hewlett, you are an idiot. I drink whiskey. That's the way I do it. So a pale ale that weighing in at 4.5% ABV that hits you with a one-two combo of citrus and refreshment. It's blood light. Blood light. Could be a beer I could get behind. That's good. I've had it. Hey. Huck's hardcore, though. The guy drinks snake blood just for breakfast. That's why. He breeds well. Okay, so whether it be an in-person airing of grievances or online gift exchange this year's holiday celebrations, call for a blood light. Follow at Beer Butt Official. And one little update. Thank you to all of our Look Who's Talkers for being so generous with our Hughes Holiday Helpers program. Uh, I talked to April from Holiday Helpers, and she says from the bottom of her heart, thank you very much. Uh, we've raised, uh, we are $210 away from our goal after a nice donation from at Team LTD. Just want to give a big shout out to some of our donors. Uh, Chris McElhaney, Bo Armstrong, my old camp buddy down in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, great, great country musician, by the way. Team LTD came in with a big donation at the end there. Uh, my boy Ben Devlin from Turtle Jacks, the best damn wings in the far world. 
as well as a bunch of other Look Who's Talkers. Brian Hiller, who's currently leading the Hughes Talking Point Spread Championships with at Team LTD. Uh, Hiller's in the lead? Yeah, Jake Frisney, Dewey, a bunch of our bunch of our guys have been playing on Point Spread. Hearns, uh, anyway, and you and Huck Daddy. So Hughes Holiday Helpers, you guys are all the Hughes Holiday Helpers. Hey, and hey. Give yourself a big round of applause because we've gave... A bunch of families, some Christmas dinners. Our money all went to the groceries for Christmas dinner coming up in a few days. And that feels pretty good. So we're 48, 41, and 1. And we're going to get back on track as we head toward the playoffs. Weird Mike with Smash and Sprinkle is? Uh, weird pick. Sprinkle heavy. Titans plus 3.5. And, and the Light Smash Bears minus 7.5 at the Tank for Trevor Jaguars. Yeah. And also, uh, I can't believe you went all show, Hugh. You encouraged me to dial back the distance on the field goals. And I did it just for you. 46-yard field goal. It was the second greatest I felt all year after creating life. <laughs> was verifying the video of my 46-yard field goal going through. It was you. I really had no intention of going back. Yeah. Uh, and then I tried a 47 and failed miserably. But thank you for giving me the extra push. To, uh, to dial it back. We haven't done this in about a season and a half, but news that does not matter, I'm going to share this on YouTube. Uh, it was a YouTube thing from like six weeks ago. I've been meaning to say this for six episodes, but this celebration where all the team, when they have a defensive turnover and everyone runs towards that yep. camera in the end zone, the showtime it cam. can be dangerous if you are an old referee and you don't really see the entire defensive sideline running to join the party. There's like an 80-year old ref who there's a fumble they pick it up the guy gets tackled and they the whole team immediately on the dolphins just starts running towards the camera in the end zone and everyone's looking at the guy that got the fumble no one's looking at the ref who's about to get stampeded and he does and we're going to share it because he lived i hate watching youtube videos where you're like man that guy died this guy lived he lived to call another offside <laughs> and we'll share it on our page because it's far from hilarious but you can just youtube search right now if you want miami dolphins stampede ref it's far from hilarious any final thoughts there huck um weird michael uh happy winning happy watching be safe new rules coming into play uh enjoy the new year merry christmas joyeux noel feliz navidad merry christmas i said hanukkah kwanzaa you name it we're down with it enjoy your holidays guys. remember folks uh this covid thing's hard for everybody so no one wants to be the little side virologists at your at your get-togethers or your Zoom calls, okay? No, they just don't. adapt. Enjoy yourself. Get a little drunker. Uh, the debates are over. Just go with it and uh, be the one that, that fires everybody up and makes the best of it. Huck Daddy, anything for shut the huck up? Go Titans. Need 250 yards a couple times. All hail King Henry. And by the way, in the words of Barstool Sports, somebody napalm Buffalo with the vaccine and let them in. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. See you later. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not try. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a Checking it twice He's gonna find out Who's lawyer nice Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming To town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been
time. 